until I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes all the words past the margin the whole of mic I'm throbbing mechanical movement understandable smooth shit that murderers move with the thief's theme the play me at night they won't act right the fiend of hip-hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe the mind activation react like I'm facing time like Pappy Mason with pins I'm embracing wipe the sweat off my dome spit the phlegm on the streets sway Tim's on my beats make my cypher complete weather cruising in a six cab I'm on tarot deep I can't call it the beats make me falling asleep I keep falling but never falling six feet deep I'm out for presidents to represent me say what I'm out for presidents to represent me say what I'm out for dead presidents to represent me Welcome everybody to the Inside Scoop Podcast. It's your boy Scoop. Um, we are doing part two of Versus Effect. Um, I brought back my uh, two very special guests, Lamont Thompson. Bong Bong. And Malika Bellamy. What up, dog? And um, this time we are going to do a breakdown of Jay-Z and Nas. Um, lost some sleep on this one. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, say that. Yeah, lost some sleep on this one, but I uh, want to shout out the Eclectic Discussion podcast. I originally saw the Biggie and Tupac uh, scorecard on Timberland's page and didn't realize that it was an actual podcast that created this. And so they actually uh, saved me some uh, sleepless nights by creating a, a scorecard. And so uh, I want to shout them out for sure for Big ups. this and others. They yeah, had, for uh, sure. St- stressful. They had Michael Jackson versus Prince. Oh, oh my on. God. They had uh, Rock Kim versus Big Daddy Kane, if I'm not mistaken. They had wow. DMX versus Buster Rhymes before DMX and Snoop got on. Um, so they did a bunch of them. Uh, but this one, you know, stuck out to me. So um, we're going to start off. Okay, number one, where I'm from versus New York State of Mind. Oh, this one was so hard. Oh, this hurt my heart. But I went with where I'm from. Mm. And for me, I think where I'm from just spoke to like it just Jay had this way of like I love Nas's storytelling ability. But Jay has this way of making you he has this like, oh, you can do it too. Like I felt like I could really, like I'm from I'm from Brooklyn now, 
it's, it's the same thing about <laughs> right. the same way I felt about Biggie. Like I'm I'm from Brooklyn now. Like, and that's just that on that. And he just sort of draws you in. And like lyrically, it was just really great to see him like I felt like he was just being himself, like he wasn't pushing or trying too hard. Like, yeah. So that was the reason I and then it's just a good song, like production wise. Like the track, I forget who produced this one. I have to look it up. I had it off the top of my head, but I I lost it. Hmm. But production-wise and everything, it was it was just good stuff. It was a good song. Okay, what you got, Lamar? I went with New York State of Mind. Uh, this goes back to the to the same discussion from our last time. Uh, intros, good album intros, great album intros. Uh, New York State of Mind Part One and Part Two, I think, um, set the tone for both of those albums. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic Nas, probably my favorite Nas cadence. Uh, I think it's, I think it's just, it was a standout song amongst um, an album full of standout songs. I got you. I'm, fair. I'm, That's I, fair. I, I absolutely love where I'm from, like, but I gotta go with New York State of Mind. Uh, that that the, the baseline, the like you said, yeah. it's arguably the greatest album, hip hop album of all time. Uh, and I and, and and to get to this, but it it became something that was bigger than just Nas, and, and like a New York state of mind became something that became uh, you know was uh, uh replicated later on in other music. Yeah, right. so right. it had just a cultural impact. Uh, so I'm, so we're two one Nas on that one. Um, number That's two. That's fine. I take yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, You're sure. Right. for sure. Uh, number two, <laughs> off your shoulder, or got yourself a gun. Uh. Hmm. What you got? Uh, <laughs> now, can I? Do we have preferences? I, I feel like there's a certain preference that we have to give with this one too, because <laughs> there's a lot of like that don't go. Like it just it's a little mm. mismatch. So dirt off your shoulder in no way. Like I get what they were trying to do and right. how they paired it. Like, but. It just didn't see. It just didn't go together for me. But in this one, I went with dirt off your shoulder. I did too. I did too. I mean, let's just call Timbaland what it is. Yeah. A goat. Like production value, amazing. Jay's flow was cocky, and it was like, no, nah, I'm not really gonna let these haters get to me. But it was also like inspirational in a way too. <laughs> like, and there's not one person who now. Since that song is dropped, and this was probably what my freshman year in college when this song came out. Like, I felt like I was just in a new place in my life at that time, too. And I'm like, I'm elevating, I'm evolving, I'm, you know, doing my higher learning thing. So, yeah, Dirt Off Your Shoulder just felt good. And not that Got Yourself a Gun wasn't a classic, and is. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that's some of my favorite knives. Right. Um, like I just, you know, when he got a little violent, I wasn't too upset with it. You know, that was <laughs> every once and again I still am fond of a thug. But um, yeah, dirt off your shoulder just felt good. And I think Malika, it was good for the people. Malika, I've been exploring my gangster since you said it. Have you? I am so proud you, of you. Does I, it I feel good? Wait. I can't wait for the book series Exploring Your Gangster <laughs> by Malika. I'll let you know when it drops. I mean, it'll be in a Barnes and Noble near you, but I, I'm thinking about it. I'm considering it. Somebody else actually mentioned that too, but <laughs> I'm with it. You get the first autograph copy, bro. I actually went got yourself a gun. 
Really? Yeah. I, I'm um, shocked. Hello? Yeah, I, I like I like that off your shoulder. Um, maybe it's because the soprano sample. It just um, I, I I just like that song more. Um, and I think that off your shoulder is like more commercial for sure. But I actually picked that got yourself a gun. It was a uh, I was surprised too. It's not really a, a matchup that I would ever pair the two together. And um, yeah, but I I, I just I, I went with got yourself a gun. Okay. Um, I mean, it's a dope joint. I, I that's fair. Yeah. It was a hard one. I definitely lost a little, lost a little sleep on that one too. That was tough. While you are over there, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I'm struggle sorry. is so real. <laughs> At one point, I dropped off, so now it changed locations. I'm so sorry. Okay. 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 Um, no, number three, can I live? Versus, it ain't hard to tell. I, I went, can I live? I mean, I mean, so just how y'all were saying, like, certain songs give you a certain reverence for, like, the time, like, New York City. Like, can I live, for me, is just, like, riding through Harlem, probably on Amsterdam or something, fly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Got the top down. Can I live? I, I went with that one. Had to go with that one. Yeah, same for me. I went with Can I Live, too. And for the same reasons, like, it's another one that just felt right. And in this era of Jay-Z, like, Can I Live was, well, one, I mean, Reasonable Doubt, classic album, one of the greatest hip-hop albums ever, arguably, like, Mm -hmm. or not so arguably, (laughs) like, I think a lot of people would agree. Um, But it just, it was synonymous with this like super braggadocious kind of like laid back in the cut flow that he had going on at the time. And I just identify with that because it just made me feel like I had that same juice, you know, it just felt good. So for those same reasons I had Can I Live, for sure. Same boat, consensus with uh, Can I Live, it's just, yeah, it's so smooth. And uh, it's butter. it, It is classic J of like, you know the 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 gentleman gangster. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's good. Exactly. I like that. Gentleman gangster. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number four, Otis versus Fast Life. Yikes! I think this, I had this Otis. is a layup. Yeah, this is a layup. Yeah, I had Otis. Otis. Easy. <laughs> it was easy. For me. I was like, huh? Like for real? What's the count so far? Yeah, yeah. I think so. The score. So, I have uh, it tied. I think both of you all have three one, Jay. I have four. so far it's four. I got four. Four, yeah. four up. I'm up for Jay. I got four. three one Jay. Okay. okay. And I got two two. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, uh number five. I just wanna love you versus you owe me. I think y'all know which one I'm a big, so I just wanna I, love you. I just wanna love yeah. Is that really? Yes. I mean, no, you, you no. owe me was a uh, was a very you owe me is what he chastised J Cole for. Well, you know what I mean. Like he owe me was like you you owe me was like the the popcorn Nas had to put a single on the album for the record label type of Nas. I, I mean, I res, I respect it. You know, you got to get that dollar, but it it couldn't. I just want to love you was so authentic. It was so. It was. Yeah, so much more genuine. So I picked, I, picked, I just want to love you. 
quickly I'll say the story behind I Just Wanna Love You is dope because so um they were shooting the video for Parking Lot Pimping. Um mm, mm-hmm. and um and, and Pharrell was there and Pharrell was like, I got a beat for you. Man. And they recorded that song right then and there. And they said, F the parking lot pimple video, we're gonna do this video for wow. a song we just did. So that's what you see in the video. It's like they was they were supposed to be parking lot pimping from uh Rock Lot Familiar. Yeah. And oh, okay. The whole I had to think about it. I was like, wait, what? Frail, yeah, Frail had that beat right there. They made the song right there and did a video right there. That's oh, so dope. God. Look at this genius. Yeah. I think, I, think, I think you owe me. You owe me reminds me of um of you belong um um uh what's the song with Foxy Brown? Sunshine. Right. right. Oh yeah. That would have been a good matchup. That would have been perfect. Yeah, Sunshine versus You Owe Me would have probably fit because they're both songs that they look back on and they had some aspect of commercial success, but they like I went too far left for the radio. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that that's that's yeah. I got. I just want to love you. Um, number six, Izzo or Made You Look? What you got? What you got? Um, this was <laughs> stressful, <laughs> to say the least. I went with Made You Look on this one, only because Izzo was again it, just to what you said, Scoop. Like it was okay. I went a little more commercial. You. You went, the song had more of that was enveloped in more of that like pop sound but because it was fun it was upbeat like but like made you look in comparison clearly it's a mismatch but like made you look I love this Nas I love this Nas lyrically I love this Nas physically I love this Nas um, here we go but also I mean I have to be true to me that yeah. is my truth beloved okay gotta be true um, but yeah, made you look was just. It came out at a time where, like, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of that year, but made you look came out at a time where, like, we that needed that back. Son. That's that God son out. Yes, and it was just like that God body, like borderline hoteppy moment. But we were here for it because it was like uplifting, but at the same time, it's like, oh, but he's still hard. So lyrically, it was just, it, he was still that inspirational sort of like be one with your community, hold your family down, Nas, that we knew in the beginning. But his cadence changed. Like his, I don't, it was the flow. It was something about the flow. And then the production was just typical hard New York ass hip hop. And I loved it. I respect that. Yeah. Uh, I went with Izzo on this one. Okay. What? And I, I now I regret it because I don't know why I went with Izzo on this one. So I, I'll admit <laughs> I'll admit that. Um, but I went with Izzo on this one probably because of the uh, more memorable, more embedded lyrics in my head of that song. Made you look outstanding. Uh, bars and every and all through the song. Um, but Izzo just stands out. I think it's probably relative and biased because I'm from D.C. and he mentions the uh, D.M.V. area. Uh, prominently in this song. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> I thought about that, but I couldn't let that be the reason I went with Izzo. Like, I had to go with, like, yeah, I had to go with what felt right. It's interesting. I, I went with Major Look, too, but I, I would also say that Major Look Remix is better than the original. And um, I've been yeah. listening to the remix a lot lately because I feel like Ludacris bars on there are hard. 
I mean, like, so mm. I went with Major Look anyway. So I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. I got to revisit that. It's like, hands down, no questions asked for me. Uh, I'm from the school of hard knocks, sneak peeks, and low blows. Like, that That whole, I mean, even though it's not Oz per se, it's still his song. But I know. I've been listening to that a lot, especially since Jada's um, uh, versus battle. I've been listening to that song a lot more. So good. So number, good. Yeah, number seven, a million one, rhyme no more versus the message. What you have, Lamont? Million and one, rhyme Yay! no more. Yay! Yeah, that's the that's the shit talking Jay that you want to hear. I mean, yes. come on, like, give it to him, Jay. Motherfuckers can't rhyme no more about crime no more. That's it. <laughs> Don't spit these lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Beat up. Yeah, same. Every time you switch the beat up to a to an even hard, you know, equally hard beat, it's like ah. Oh. Or even yeah. harder, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The message, the message never really was a standout uh song for me from Nas. Yeah. Same. I picked it for the same reasons, but also again, lyrically, like it was it was this nice little transition from it gave me what made you look like it gave me for Jay-Z what made you look gave me for Nas. Like, okay, so now it's like you you talking a little bit more shit now. And, and Jay-Z always has a way of talking shit, but it's with finesse. Right. It's like very like where I'm from flow. It's very like can I live flow? Like it always gave you like, uh, what was the terminology? Gentleman, uh, gentleman gangster, like and this time it was like, oh, so you're not just a gentleman. Like, it, it definitely gave me a more, like, hard-hitting approach that I appreciated. It was just, it was refreshing to hear that from Jay. So that's why I chose it. And the beat just, I mean, the track is crazy. When they ask him, they say, what's, what's the difference between a, a G4, a G5, or a G5, a G6? What do you say? <laughs> I forget. Oh, wait, hold on. For, uh, I forget. Hancock sucker beat it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there it is. That, that that song comes up. That song's on the list as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. uh, number eight, Heart of the City or One Love. You're mm. not gonna make me choose. I originally, mm. because the scorecard we got had a tie mm. column, tied these two, mm. but I was cussed about it and was told that I needed to select one. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like I haven't selected it, so I'm gonna have to do that now. <laughs> Um, which is stressful. So Lamar, I'm gonna let you go while I get my okay. gather my thoughts. Well, maybe I'll make a, a solid case for one love. Okay. One love, uh, great Q-tip production on you know early Nas, you know, so it had that uh that that tribe called Quest kind of backing that um feel about it. They even had Q-tip in jail on the <laughs> on the record. <laughs> in jail, my nigga, you know, free my nigga Q-tip, one love, you know, and so. It was a solid track. It was a, a Pac-esque track uh, coming from Nas, mm. uh, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, telling that story, uh, relating. It was relatable, in that sense. Way more relatable. Uh, and I'll say Heart of the City, you know, tough to match it up against this. Uh, Heart of the City was in the pocket, probably uh, prime Jay-Z for most people on the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I acknowledge that, but I had to get us on to uh, One Love, which I think is is probably a solid top fifty, top one hundred rap song ever. Yeah. Okay. All right, school. Go ahead. I got Harder City. Mm. Okay. This, I mean, where's the fat boys break up and every day I wake? Yeah, it's. Somebody got a problem with? Oh. Yeah, it's it's. 
I love that song so much. Um, on the Blueprint, oh, it being included on that album, for the album meant. Uh, I love Heart of the City. I mean, I love One Love too, but the but the the production kind of puts it over the top for me. It's a mm. different, but the production is like, and the theme, and you know, I, I love it. So I I pay I pay, I pay the Heart of the City. So you got you tie breaking Malika. Oh shit! Well, I'm still stressed currently. Stressed with a K, but. From oh, see, and for all of those reasons is why I tied them because they're both solid, valid reasons. Like Jay Z was in his bag, Blueprint was solid, but then like, uh, but I love the Q-Tip. I'm a huge Tribe fan. Q-Tip is one of my absolute favorite hip hop artists. So, uh you know what? I'm gonna go with my first gut instinct and say One Love. Okay, and. The reason is because, like, when I think about how I felt when I first heard One Love, like, it was just a really nice change of pace for that. I mean, Illmatic, let's just, I mean, come on, right? But, like, when I first heard it, when I was actually old enough to appreciate it, and I was, like, allowed to listen to rap music, um, like, the lyrics just felt, like, just inspirational. It felt good. It felt like you wanted to just shift into hyperdrive like that was the nice that we knew and loved that's where he started and why everyone like i don't know it's hard to explain it just felt right i'm just gonna say it felt right it just felt right i I wish i had a better way to expound on it but if i were to listen to the song again now then i could probably expound more but it just felt right Okay. And not that Heart of the City and his flow wasn't tough and Blueprint wasn't a crazy-ass album because it was and still Man. is. Like, next level. Prime Kanye production. Come on. And just that soulful feel, too. Like, But there was something like around the way soulful about One Love that I like, too. Yeah. So, I, so And in where I was at that time, that's, that's probably why I connected to it better. But yeah, it just felt good. That's it. That's all I got. I hear that. Uh um Okay. Well, the next one is number nine. Here we go. Take over versus Ethan. Oh ridiculous. We're gonna, we're gonna settle so... we're gonna settle one of the beefs of all beefs. Are we though? Because time? Yeah. <laughs> the weight is on your shoulders, Malika. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You see what I just went through and now you, you didn't choose this. It chose you. <laughs> I didn't choose the gangster life. The gangster life chose me. Explore your gangster here. What, what, what do you have? Mm. Do I have to say this? Yes. Right right here, right now. Right here, right here. I have to draw my line in the sand. <sighs> I went with TakeOver. Mm. Mm. I mean... Listen, I also, you know, we are good for a preface. I want to preface this by saying Ether was when I was like in love (laughs) with Nas. Like in love. You could not tell me he wasn't the greatest, the best, like lyrically. And he, I mean, the both songs is a beef song. They're talking their shit. They're talking their shit. Like Ether starts off with fuck Jay Z. Like, right. Um, 
and he just he lets in right like oh i know you ain't talking about me dog like you can tell he's about to eat him up right yeah and then it was on stillmatic stillmatic like okay uh, so can i I tell you this was give me your explanation i'll come back to why i chose takeover but i needed to that preface to be put out there because ether was solid like it's a solid this record but go ahead so this was back when 930 club had rap acts uh, <laughs> no, you take it now. You aging us. This, yeah, this is DC stuff. So this is back when Nine Thirty Club actually had rap, and I saw Jay and the rest of Rockefeller there at the same time, uh, one or two months apart. My man Corey can back me up on this. Shout out to shout out to Mister Two Hundred Two. Uh, we saw Jay one month apart from Nas at the height of this beef, and they both performed the songs, and I took Ether on this. Uh, only because how genuine he sounded. Like you, he meant that shit. Like he did. From he, his went, heart. he went into the booth with. I could picture him going into the booth with a bottle of Hennessy and a and a J and saying, "Yo, just press record." And Thanks. what you got is what we hear today because he meant that shit. Like compared to Beans, you whack. Like he would just let off a whole clip in Jay Z's ass. That Jay wasn't ready for, and I fucks with Hove. I'm a Hove fan. I can recite yeah. Hove records faster than I can recite scriptures. Okay, balance. But yeah, you know. But Ether tore into my man Jay. Jay wasn't ready, and I can tell you how Jay wasn't ready. Super Ugly came out after that, and he had to retract it uh, because it took him to that space. He he mm-hmm. kind of you know when we go low, uh, we go lower. See when they go low, we go lower. Ether took Jay to that space. Yeah. So, so I took, I, I, I gave it to Ether. What, what you got, school? I got Ether, and I'm gonna add to that. Um, they on wax. Jay started it, right? Like, it wasn't even takeover. It was a song before that. Um, they made some reference to Nas. That that's when he made that reference you mentioned before about Biggie. He was like, you know, we kidnap kids. Like Cameron made a reference to uh, to Destiny to Nas's daughter. Um, I think it was before, or after Ether. I can't remember, but Jay ended up making two songs about Nas after Ether, and, and he and Nas never never said anything else. Mm. But not only was it super ugly, he did Blueprint too. So you That's know true. he was in his, in his bad in his feelings on that jump. Like Ether was he just, definitely was. And Takeover was like a little like a verse about Nas, and then mentions a mob deep. Ether was like, I'm all about you, bro. And, Yo, and coming it, straight for you. He went in. He did. He came okay, now up. can I explain why I chose Takeover? Let's go. Yes. So, I gave my preface about Ether, and you guys made great points, and this is why, this is the one that kept me up. Like, I feel like this beef, this rap beef will keep anybody awake at night if they really mm. love these two artists the way I, like, adore them. But for me... It was full, like I had to go with the full scope of the song, right? Of course, it's a be- uh, it's a beef song. It's a like a reaction song, so you want to go with the lyrics. But also for me, it was production. Like Kanye did a number on this track, and the reason why I love it is because the shit with the production was so simple. It was so sick though. But it knocked though. Like my it's neck embedded, still it's forever embedded in your head. It's it's in your neck, like, and it's still like don't. So as soon as that yeah. bass comes in, like my neck still hurts. I'm still recovering from when this mm-hmm. shit dropped. Like 
and this was what 2001 <laughs> like yeah. so Kanye did a number on production so that's what draws you in and then you hear him repping his sad and like all oh, OC we running this rap shit Myth Bleak shout out to Myth Bleak by the way wherever shout you are we Myth love you Bleak. we love you so much yeah. um, I hope you're somewhere not having to work at McDonald's I hope you good bro I hope you're somewhere it. like your man Jay said send the light you know to him send it to him cause living I, life out here I'm team mentally all day, but yeah. that's a whole nother podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I felt like it wasn't as genuine and as hard. And it's like, I'm coming directly at your throat, but I felt like Jay-Z said, okay, listen, me, I'm very like organized and meticulous. And I felt like Jay-Z is, was the same on this track. Like I'm going to throw everybody in there once. Cause I don't got time to be going back and forth doing other dish tracks, other beefs. So it was like this very cohesive <laughs> song. Yeah. Like, I'm going to come at you. I got something for you guys, but I got something for my D2. And I got, like, and then I'm also going to continue bigging up my crew. Because I think this is also around the time where Rockefeller was kind of starting to, like, crumble a little bit. Because mm. a few years later is when That's he and Dame were spatting it. So, like, you got to think of the time That's frame, true. too. So, he was like, I ain't got time for extra beef. That's so true. And that's kind of where I'm at mentally. <laughs> like, I let me just get all this out the way. I got to see him all on stage in a good space. It was Beans. It was uh, Neff at the 930 Club. Everybody was there. Dame was there. Man, those were good times. That was the golden age of Rockefeller. And I think because I was so invested in that golden age of The Rock at the time, and I was standing for Kanye production-wise, it that made me lean more toward this song. Yes, he didn't talk shit as hard as Nas did. But cumulatively as a work, like production <laughs> and like the fact that you're just gonna be structured about she your pulled, beef. She pulled out an accounting word. She pressed <laughs> she pressed equal in the Excel uh sale. <laughs> I put in a rule. I put in an Excel rule. <laughs> I know a few words. I understand. But yeah. That made that makes yeah, sense. So. It was yeah. really good. Takeover to me was a if I had to say like just from a sonic perspective, I think takeover is a better Oh yeah. From a the way it's laid out, but Ether, the, the, the whole theme, like he went 100 percent into that. I, I'm actually going. There's a there's there's a, a matchup that is really difficult for me. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm talk about like song structure and stuff in that one too. Um, number ten is Hard Knock Life versus I Can. This was easy for me. Mm-hmm. I had I had Hard Knock Life. I mean, same. Hard yeah. Knock was just it, same. Yeah. Consensus. Yeah, consensus on Hard Knock. Easy. I get I get why they matched it up just because that's like the only song from a sonic perspective you could probably match up with Hard Knock Life. Yeah. But not from an impact perspective. I mean, Hard Knock Life put Jay on a different platform. I mm-hmm. can was really good and it's a song you could play for children. And I mean not saying that from like a, a bad part, but like it really is an inspirational motivational song. Mm-hmm. But Hard Knock Life was it was like that. monumental. You could, you could you could sample Annie in a rap song. It's a it's a it monument. Fits. Man, yeah, just like, the Annie. It, it was the Annie for me. Yeah, yeah, like, it, yeah. I mean that, that that so we got that consensus. Okay. Uh, number sure. eleven, niggas in Paris versus we major. We major. Mm. Uh, let me ask you something, Malika. Do you know why they made a song called Niggas in Paris? I know. Uh, why. No, Lamont expounded on that. I mean, I have an idea, cause, but I just want to hear you explain it. Because niggas was in Paris, okay. Um, it is that's a fact. Such a song that it will blow out a speaker 
um, the best production. I think this is actually really Hit Boy. It's Hit Boy. Um, mm-hmm. It is Hit Boy. Mm-hmm. Blow Your Speakers, the song that you can't ever forget ever in your life. Mm. No, you're never going to. They won't let you. Let me add. Let me add to that. We major. I love we major. Like so I'm, that's why I, I was like, man, y'all put this up against niggas in Paris. Let me say something though. I saw Watch the Throne concert. Niggas in Paris was a sonic moment. Oh my People, god! They they play that joint over like no nah, no nah, nah, y'all ain't ready about nine times. Like what? You have to every time you run it back, it drops harder every time. Yeah, no, Nick, that 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 wins, man. I mean, I love we major. I love I love it, but but nah, man. Niggas in Paris is like that's that's the closest we hit. We get to rave music for black people. Yeah, that's some, <laughs> and it's not like Atlanta turnt music. You know what I'm saying? Like it was that beat, man. So I bought some home, man. That that thing drops. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got, I got to go with niggas in Paris. Make me want to listen to it right now. I okay. know. It's such a bot, like, uh, that's another one that's just permanently ingrained in your neck. Like, you're going to go nuts every single time you hear it. And I do. And I probably will bump this joint as like a Friday night turn up <laughs> as soon as we're wrapped up with this shit. Cheers. But, but I'm when gonna I, you, I'm going to add oh, to go ahead. Malik, I'm going to add to that. Like, I say, I just gave. A compliment to one of my friends, like we major. My boy just became board of trustees at a college, and like, congrats to him. Yeah, yes. right. and it was like we major. You know what I'm saying? I, that was mm-hmm. the like I used that term. Yeah, my friends doing something. That's dope. Major? Oh, homie, we major. <laughs> we major. That's dope. Like, like that. So I, I get. I mean, it's it's a hard. It's that was hard. That was. Wait, hard. is that a double yeah. entendre? Yeah, yeah. In college. Like, but major when niggas in Paris. Oh, that's good, mom. Uh-huh. That's good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love it. Well, Love I it. chose we major for a couple different reasons. Mm-hmm. One, I mean, this is quintessential late registration Kanye. Mm. This is the yay. When we say we miss Kanye, this is the yeah. yay we say we miss, right? Like like just from the way the song comes in and granted Nas is a feature on this song right which this is why it was kind of mismatched to me because niggas in paris was jay-z and Kanye. like that was the song it was their song but we major was kanye's song with Nas on it right right mm. but like this was quintessential we miss you kanye kanye and as soon as the song like as soon as he starts to spit you motherfuckers better do your job and roll up and watch how we roll up and I can't mm-hmm. get like you're like oh so we finna swag the rest of this day out this is just how this day is finna go like that's real it's such a like it was hard but it was soulful at the same time which is what I love Kanye for like he has this way of intertwining the two mm-hmm. to where if you a nigga nigga like you can really get into it but also if you want something that feels a little more saucy like you could get into it as well so just for production value alone, we major that bah, bah, bah. like it was popping. Like that just made me feel like my day is a little brighter. I, and I, I think I am major. <laughs> like I think but, we picked I think we picked I think we picked you picked this one for the same reason that I picked this next one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Scoop, you mind if I introduce this round? Yeah, the next one. Next one. No, nah, go ahead. Next one we had Brooklyn's finest against Life's a Bitch. Okay. And I think I picked Life's a Bitch because, really? because of because of the iconic feature 
So ah, okay, okay. Just okay. as we major, you know, was really built by Kanye, surrounded by Kanye with the Nas feature. This life's a bitch was uh, essentially a Nas song, but with, with a a monumental now iconic legendary verse attached to the front of it by a gentleman of the name of A Z. Come on, uh, A Z. Do or die. Yeah, you know I'm saying so. Uh, this verse tops everything. I mean, this verse don't owe me nothing. This is a perfect hip hop verse, visualizing the realism of life and actuality. Fucks is the baddest of person status depends on salary. Come on, fit that ninety. Come on, like if if yeah, exactly. So when you think of the nineties, you got you got to think of this because that cadence too it hits like a nineties flow. A Z dropped that joint on your ass. I don't think Nas was ready for this feature he got. Yeah, we love you, Anthony Cruz. Love you. <laughs> Let's the, go. Hey, I mean? name out there. Nah, that's that's that was that was a surprise for me. I was saying, Malik, what you got? I mean, I think you can kind of guess, but Brooklyn's finest, cause cause it's Brooklyn's finest. Like it's this. Well, I this one was hard for me too because I was like a big firm head. Like I loved Az. I loved everything Foxy Brown had to say. And I was super, super, like, that was my lane at the time. But Brooklyn's Finest was, like, I just love when Jay-Z talks his shit. And, and he does it in such a way that makes you feel like, again, I could do this. I got it, too. Like, I'm from wherever you from, my nigga. Like, we, we kicking it together. Um, but, yeah, Brooklyn's Finest, just lyrically, it's just such a classic song. Like, I just, I don't know. It's it. just quintessential Jay Z to me, and it's from Reasonable Doubt. So I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean it's Brooklyn's finest for me as well. Uh, it's it's, and, and plus like, me and Gutter had two spots when, when he says if they had twins, she probably she probably had two pops. Man, man, like, I was like, oh man, this the, yeah Brooklyn's finest, and going back and forth song structure. Like when y'all when y'all get to go back and forth like that when two rappers go back and forth like that's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah, Brooklyn's finest. Brooklyn's finest for me. It's like album. two juggernauts from Brooklyn who were the biggest names in hip hop teamed up. No doubt. No like doubt. you don't get bigger than that. It everything, was big and Jay Z. Everything from Brooklyn. Like, is lovely. That's everything about yeah. is lovely. That's thinking about that now. Like at the time, um, Jay wasn't that big then. Jay wasn't big at all. So him. Had, yeah. Had, and so. Him having big on there was 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 crazy, but like they they went toe for toe. So you got your debut album, and you got the biggest rapper arguably in the game on your album, and y'all going right. toe to like in the song structure, True. Going toe for toe, but y'all both repping the same thing. Like it was it was uh yeah it was it was uh definitely it's so on the, on the flip side to, to echo your point like like about the feature. Yeah, he got big because of this song, and Nas brought AZ on, and it, like, mm-hmm. his platform. But like Jay, I, Jay used Biggie in some ways to increase his platform, but also saying like, wait, he can actually go toe for toe with him. So right. it's, it's interesting, right? That that context is, especially thinking about it when it happened versus now. Obviously, now you're thinking about like a Jay and Big song together, like that's classic, but. J one J then you know so right. It's, I'm thinking about when it first you know just just sonically how it came out it was dope but um no, yeah but this is the one so this is the one that for me that was really 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 difficult Ooh. yeah that was challenge you don't know versus one mic 
And I, I'll, I'll explain why it's difficult for me. Like, we're talking about song structure. The, the reason why I love One Mic so much is it's not just, like, the quintessential hip-hop song where you're talking about your love of making music, your, one, your love of being an MC. Right. But it's the structure of how the song goes quiet to loud. And, like, I think about how um, mm-hmm. this, like, um, like on like when, when Morehouse when we sing our hymn like there's a time when you like get louder mm-hmm. and it down it's like that knowing that you you go from you know uh, how you change the volume and then it, and he does it the whole song he goes quiet to loud and then calms back down for the for the uh, for the chorus and goes up and down it's just, mm-hmm. That song structure, people haven't really done that since, and and that that's why it was so hard because you don't know is a much better like it's. I listen to that song way more than one mic, but one mic song structure made it really difficult. I'm not saying which one. I yeah, do. I want to see what y'all said first, but that's why it was <laughs> very difficult for me. Well, I went with one mic, mm. and for me, it wasn't that challenging, mm. only because of. Well, for all the reasons you already stated, like I'm really big on if we can't already tell production value and sound like sonic impact to me makes a huge difference in how you perceive a song, how you receive it, how it makes you feel. And that the way he went from like, I'm just going to sit here, I'm going to talk to you, but then I'm going to scream at you, nigga, because shit is real. Like, (laughs) it's like. It took you from like, oh, shit, he's serious, but he's going to also speak to me and teach me in love. But if he needs to, he'll get hype and get in my face. And it showed, and what that did was show me the that Nas had that capability because he wasn't screaming at us before. He wasn't really, like, I didn't get the same passion from him in previous, tra- or any of it. I mean, you get passion from him, but it came across lyrically. Like, you had to really dissect it. Whereas here, you got volume, he was really brazen about it. But then he just kind of wrapped it all up in this cute little bow. Like, but all I need is one mic, even after he just screamed your head off. And I loved it because um, it showed that he was versatile. And I really appreciated that. Plus, I mean, I love to hear artists talk about their art and their affinity for their art. And so it was chill inducing for me to hear that and feel that too sonically at the same time. And it was just a great body of work. And as a piece of music, like as a piece of art, it was just done well. It was just done and executed really, really well. What, so. you, what you got, Lamar? So for this one, and this may surprise you, but it came down to the live experience for me. I gave it to You Don't Know because of the Just Blaze production that I is mean, undeniably in Now, why would you ears. say that? Because now I'm upset. The the Jay had niggas doing math in the middle of the verse, um, on you don't know, and, <laughs> and I didn't appreciate it at first, but I I, I respect it, and because you know what I'm saying I, I didn't do well in math, you know. I still favorite, don't appreciate it. My favorite subject was recess, so, um, <laughs> but, but you don't know was just such a if you love talk shit Jay, then you had to go with you don't know yeah. because this is prime talk shit Jay. Mm-hmm. With a heavy in your face beat, that that live experience of this song, everybody's into it. Um, you look around the whole arena and everybody's rapping it with you. You don't know. Yeah, I think um, the numbers, how you break down the numbers. I mean, I just think about the the hands in the air. 
dun, dun, dun. yeah, yeah. Everybody's going to rock up. Like at a concert, everybody's going up and down. Shout out to I, Just Blaze. I think. I think. Shout this, out. This was so difficult. Like I said, for me because I think the song structure is one of Nas's best. But when it comes to like one aspect about music for me um, is is replay value. Hmm. And I can hmm. listen to you don't know, like at any time of the day, any day of the week. And one mic, I have to listen to it in a specific time period. So it, it yeah, it, that's it, true. I pick I picked you don't know. Yeah, like I crossed it out, wrote it down. Like I went back and <laughs> this was the only one where I literally like cross it out. And like we were talking about the ones that I that I'd already picked before. Like this one was like maybe I'm gonna switch it and y'all don't know, but I'm I'll stick to my original, which is you don't know. Word. Yeah. Well, you want to know, and something really quick about one mic that I want to add, and those are all excellent points, gentlemen. And I completely wholeheartedly concur. And I'm now stressed again in my chest <laughs> because Justin is my one of my faves, and Just Blaze was getting his life at that time. Yo. Uh, like goodness. we could have a whole session just about Just Blaze. Um, Because he was definitely up there. But one thing I found really interesting about One Mike, too, was I think it was Chucky was the producer, Chucky Thompson. Yeah, I think Chucky uh, Chucky from D.C. See, and that's making me love him even more. So now I really stand by my phone, but like my choice, rather. But Chucky Thompson produced this with Nas. And so what I found was really interesting about this one and, and doing my scorecard, I had to dig a little deeper was that this was one of the times where Nas was most comfortable with showcasing his production talent and ability because we hadn't really seen that or even heard about it from him. Like, we knew he probably was. He was involved in some respect, but we didn't know. Like, he's a credit as a producer with Chucky on this song. So for it sonically to be so chill-inducing for me and to know that the artist is talking about his love for the art and for the music and for hip-hop, but also, like, is behind that big push production-wise, too, really said a lot to me. Like, oh, so you were really invested in making this song about how you truly love the art from every corner. And I just thought that was dope. I want to do a shout-out uh, about Chucky Thompson. Uh, Chucky Thompson produced Think of You by Usher. Mm-hmm. He produced Big Papa. Yes, he did. Mm. Uh, just yes, he did. Produced the shit out. out of it, too. Gotta, gotta, uh, gotta throw that out there, you know, for the DC dude. Um, number 14, 99 Problems versus Hate Me Now. Mm. Now, I had a tie for this one, mm. but now I see I have to choose, so I'm gonna put y'all head to head again, and right. then I'll be the tiebreaker. I'll go with this one to me. It was easy, it was Hate Me Now. I mean, Hate Me Now 99 Problems is, is solid, I like the song, but like, nah, dog, Hate Me Now. Hey. It sounds playful up against Hate Me Now. It, it sounds it sounds playful. It does. It's it, it's like Hate Me Now. I mean, I had I went and got the original sample for uh, Carmina Barana for this. Like mm-hmm. out, out when I was in in college. Like mm-hmm. this song was. I mean, this was the this was this might be Nas's hardest song. Yeah, like it to, is kind of hard. It is. It's about somebody like so that's different. But hate me yeah. now. It's just this is uh this is the equivalent of uh I say Kanye's uh um, wait till I get my money right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. that sort of uh, iconic in his catalog type of song. Yeah. Yeah. Hate True. Me. 
It's definitely that was this was easy for me actually. Now I was leaning toward ninety nine problems only because of how like transcendental it was. Like ninety nine problems, you got Rick, dog. You got the root. Yeah, you know? that, but that did something for the culture and it, it shifted the dynamic a little bit in hip hop. It, it brought it back to like hip hop and rock do go together. Like y'all know this, right? Like, like we had our BC boys moment, but like, no, like with Run DMC, we had that moment. Like now it's like, it, it modernized that fusion of rock yeah. and hip hop for me, which I just thought at the time was so dope. Then he put and out now, that joint with Linkin Park. Man, what? Oh my Come- God. I love that side of Jay Z. So I don't. A lot of people question it and be like, "Oh, he was going too pop," or he was. Going... I love that Jay Z. I really do. But for me, I feel like "Hey Me Now" was just like it was so ditty and so like, "Look at me, I'm gonna stand on top of this car." I'm gonna like. Right. It was that same like, "Oh, Nas does yell at you." Like he is upset sometimes. Like right. I enjoyed seeing that side of him too. So that's why it was such a challenge for me. But just for cultural value, I'm gonna go with 99 Problems. I know mm. it's not the popular vote. That's your vote though. But it's that's my thank you. Oh, and your vote matters. I'm with yeah, it. I'm gonna go with 99. But hey, me now is like. I, I think that's probably the first time I stood on top of a car was because of that song. Mm. So, I got and you. I enjoyed it. It was fun. <laughs> it's a good time. Look at my roof. At my roof. <laughs> Look at my roof. Look at my roof. Don't do this. Uh, Don't do this. Fifteen. Big Pimpin' versus Wally. I mean, should we just all say this at the same time? Or? Big Pimpin' spending cheese. Big Pimpin'. Thank you. Big Pimpin. On BLAD. Yeah, Big Pimpin was... uh, If nothing for for nothing more, it exposed the entire region of the country. Yes. It felt connective, right? It felt engaged as fuck. I mean, at the time, I was like, all right, they're cool. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that they were like a big deal in the South. You know what I'm saying? I just thought like, okay, they're on here for some reason. You know, but then when I saw listening to UGK when I got to college, for real. So that's interesting, school. That's real interesting, man. Like if you, and I'm sorry to divert. Yeah. <laughs> I digress a little bit, but so back in the '90s, you remember what we were listening to? What made it to DC? So like DC is an interesting city because we're that mid east, uh, mm-hmm. that very central coast location. But we got a little Smack bit dab of in the middle. We got a lot of influence from New York, and a little bit of influence from the South. And what came up through the South was No Limit, mm-hmm. just because of that guerrilla style of marketing it. Uh, Scarface, Swisher House, all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Three Six Mafia. So you would hear those. Oh, Three Six. Here as fans, because we were so entrenched in Go-Go, we had our own culture in Go-Go that only a few things really seeped through. Does that make sense? No, mm-hmm. I, I remember, remember no completely. A reason, completely. Gotta add, I gotta add Bone. Crucial? Crucial in the DMV at one point, you would have thought they was from there. Right. Yeah. As yeah, far like, as I remember. Like right, we had everything. Crucial felt like ours. We are, we are definitely a sonic uh, smorgasbord because we didn't have our own like rap music. So we right. everything. We weren't I think when Biggie and Tupac had their beef, we kind of more aligned with the East, but not really. Like, we had so many people that were fans of pop, 
but we did. You know, we did feel like it was as it was it became territory to say east coast versus west coast because technically we are east coast however right from a music perspective we listen to everything um i, I but I, I would say like and, I, and with that being said maybe what you alluded to is that it depends on who you who you're around personally if you caught when in egk right mm-hmm. right yep. it, depends yeah, that, older cousin. it wasn't yeah it wasn't like like i think the people we mentioned like Crucial, like Crucial Conflict, Bone Thugs, uh, Cash Money, No Limit. Like, that was, like, popular, popular. Like, you could hear that anywhere. Show like, on the radio. Yeah, like, Outkast also, I would say. Outkast, I knew a lot of Outkast, you know. You know how I knew these people? Huh? Through Go-Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me yeah. see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. That's true. Guess who hit that? Backyard. Yeah. Yep. Right. You're right. You're right. And did. Yeah. And so that's what I knew. That's how I knew who UGK was, yeah. and and pretty much all of the the songs from the south that crept into go go music, you know, is how we came to learn about these things. So that's just an interesting right. tidbit. Yeah, no, I, I got yeah, you. I got you. Um, that's a fact. Th- this one, okay, number sixteen, Dead Presence versus The World Is Yours. My and I God. know why they did this. This is very obvious why they did this. Yes. Dead Presence too. Yeah, Dead Presence too. With that, um, that actually swayed me. So, so I'll let y'all go. I'll let y'all go. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. I give the lady the floor. <sighs> oh, now you want to be all chivalrous? Um... The 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 the, uh, the cl- what is it? The gentleman gangster. Lamar. The gentleman. I look. It's all about balance, right? Yes. I went for me. This one was easy for a couple different reasons. I went with the world is yours. Hey. Mm-hmm. It this when I think of knives, this is the song I think of. Mm. Mm. See, that's what you, that was the song. Before. We talked about that before with, with Biggie Pop. Yeah, yeah. Biggie uh Pop for me is uh is keep your head up. Yeah. Yeah. But this is that. This is the keep your head up to Pac mm-hmm. as the world is yours is to knives. Like I when I think of knives. I think it just sort of brings you back to like where he started, like foundationally, like Nas just was, he was inspirational. He just wanted to get his people up out the hood. He wanted y'all to live a better life. He wanted you to be inspired. He wanted these young black boys to like, feel like they could do more. And I've always been an advocate for that. I've always stood for that. And the world is George just made you feel like it is mine low key. Like Absolutely. I can do whatever it is that I set my mind out to do. But he did it in this way with like this traditional super like queens uh, like this this swag to him that just delivered it in this really palatable way. But yeah. this is just it's quintessential Nas for me, hands down. Yeah. So world is the world is yours for sure. And then the production, I mean, come on, the track is just crazy. All that, all that, I mean, all that come plus on. some more. Um, the world yeah. is yours. Uh, Who produced that? Just- I forget. The world is yours. Is was that another Q-tip? Joint? I wrote. I feel like or I wrote that. Was that a large professor? It I felt like Q-tip. World is yours is large professor. I'm about to look it up to make sure, but yeah, I, I'm gonna talk about that. Let me see if there's any. We can Google it later. The world is yours has, for me, like you said, some some very like the epitome of Nas. When you think of Nas, is the world is yours is is uh, semi responsible for my daughter's name. Uh, it, like it's, there's some bars in there where he's like, uh, "Holy water, odds against Nas is slaughter." Thinking the words best describing my life to name my daughter, and so it it made me like it challenged me 
when I had yeah. my first my, my first baby, I knew I had to like brand her something that that meant something to me. Sure. Um, and so anyway, yeah, world is yours. It's it's pleasant, yeah. Nas. It's illmatic. Get with it. And just real quick, like, can we just talk about just the intro line? Just was like, I'm a nigga, but I'm enlightened. Like, the intro <laughs> line was like, I sipped the Don P watching Gandhi till, till I'm, I'm charged. charged. Like, come like, I'm with y'all. I'm with my people. I'm in the jungle with y'all. But yeah. also, like, go higher. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, um, what's interesting about that? I, I picked the world of joy. As we get, this is our first. This is actually our first consensus. Nas on oh, Nas. Oh, what? Wow. Look at us! Yeah. One Nas, but this is our first consensus. Nas. So, um, this last stretch is tough. Dead presidents is. Are we gonna beef? I feel like we're about to beef a little bit, but it's cool. Dead presidents is an amazing song, but the but like you said, and I didn't think about this in that context. But you're right. The world is yours is the song I think about when I think about Nas. Um. And I think that also, like you said, like the balance between being like intellectual and being a dude from the hood. I mean, yeah. the world is yours comes from, you know, the scar, Scarface, the scene of Scarface. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. Or of connecting to like the hood, but talking to them on a different level. Like the mm-hmm. song is, yeah, the world is yours is, like you said, quintessential Nas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely quintessential Nas. Um, number 17, Imaginary Player versus Memory Lane. This was tough. <laughs> this was really tough. I, I got imaginary player. I got there imaginary go. player. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imaginary player was just better song. It's a, it's a, yeah. I mean, this is the thing about, and that's why this, this, this scorecard is. I like it, and why I didn't want to really, really touch it and try to create my own is because these are the songs that that fans know. Sure. Yeah, like, these are deep cuts. These are the deep cuts. I, I got, sure. I got a couple beefs with, with it. With yeah, it, I, I do. I mean, I, I like, and like I said, I, and, and, and I shouted the podcast for all positive reasons. Like, it's very difficult Absolutely. to come up with something like this. So, Absolutely. So I think the respect the discussion podcast for even doing this because this, I lost, I would lose sleep trying to come up with something like this, man. Um, myself. Um, but imaginary player is a song that any Jay Z fan knows like a hundred percent all the words like that's true um that's and true would, and, and if jay did a, a battle he wouldn't play that song but we would no. in, the, in, the, in the mentions like what about imaginary player like you know what i'm saying yeah it's just it's such thinking a, of all the times i've seen jay i've only probably seen him hit this joint once yeah, yeah. you had yeah. To probably hit it you probably had to see jay during in my lifetime it was uh tour, you know what I'm saying? It was recent. It was well, not re- well, you know, recent within the last few years. B size. It may have been that. I think uh, it was after 444 dropped though. Yeah, the beat the yeah. size concert probably. Okay, he okay. might have played this. Now I'm gonna switch it up though on y'all, and as amazing as imaginary play is, and as much as I love Ho, Ooh. I went with Memory Lane on this oh. one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna sprinkle that in real quick. Shout out they to got the sample. They got you with the sample. They did. You know I love production. <laughs> but no, I mean beyond that, like the Nas that I love was this. I mean, Illmatic for me was that was where I found Nas. That's why I fell in love with Nas. That's where we all came to really know him. But like to me, it was more lyrical than anything. 
Yeah. And he, he, it's like he stated his intentions, right? Like, here's who I'm about. Here's who I rap for. Even the intro line is I rap for listeners, blunt heads, fly ladies in prison. Like, That's, he, he yeah. stated what he was about. And I just right. love when niggas are intentional. Like, <laughs> it just feels good to my body. You know what respect, I mean? Like, respect. say what you're about and be fellas, about it. Hold on, fellas. Message. Right. Message. Let that sink in, beloved. Yeah. But like, if that intentionality and that like, I'm not gonna waver, I'm not gonna shift from this, and he didn't. When you look at the rest of his career, like, he had some beef songs, he had your ethos, he had, but then he went and put out so many like, one mic, and like, he talked about his affinity for the art and how it helped sure. him to get out of the struggle and help him to get out of the hood and how he wanted the same for his people, like, sure. I just, Hotepi Nas is my favorite and <laughs> I'm not going to waver from that. And I stand by it. I mean, Imaginary Play is a classic. And to your point, Scoop, like, when you are a fan of Jay-Z, like, when you do the work, like, you're going to know this song. And I love Imaginary Player too. And I played it on repeat a few times, even mm. doing the scorecard. But I just love how intentional Nas was with this one. So mm. I went with Memory Lane. Yeah. Number, number 18, The Evils versus I Gave You Power. Hmm. Oh, I had a tie for this one. I'm going to go, well, I'll start with mine. I think I love the evils, um, but I think I think in, in selecting these songs, like, this definitely better songs you could have put up against. I guess. Uh, for uh, sure. Uh, and to me... Um, Don't break my heart, Fredo. Oh, no. Don't break my heart, Fredo. I gave you power, dog. I gave you power. I gave, huh? power, I gave you power was um, I like the the allegory, like he he was rapping and kind of ooh allegory. Yeah, it's it's similar to me and my girlfriend and, and you using big words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And since I I don't know what they mean, well, like, like I'm gonna take it as I offense. Mean, I gave you power. Like, <laughs> you know, power is talking like you think it's talking about one thing, it's talking about something completely different. Right, like, right. I love I love that aspect. Like I said, it reminds me of me and my girlfriend, me and my bitch. Like it's just for sure. You know, um, and. The, <clears throat> Is, is a really good, I, I love the evils. Um, this is one of the times where I was like, like, it's kind of like when um, you talk about like Snoop and DMX, when he went into his doggy style bag a little too much, when he could have played something else, this yeah. is how I feel about playing the evils in a battle, your top 20 songs. Like, um, I gave you power from a lyrical perspective. Oh, you breaking my heart, Fredo. Yeah, I know. I got, I got you breaking my heart, Fredo. Malika, what you got? Um... Oh, you about to break my heart too. <laughs> I am. And you know, I I rock with you, friend. But I, I'm gonna go with the evils on this one. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. I went with the evils too. Oh, okay, good. Okay, cool. I thought I was about to make you upset. Um, and I would never <laughs> want to do that. Um, yeah, I went with the evils. Um, for the a lot of those same reasons. Like I love like I just appreciated how like Jay-Z's play on words and like how mm. to me this was a lyrical pick. But yes. production wise it was it was tough, but just lyrically it was hard. Like and it was a it was a style and a cadence that I was unfamiliar with from mm. Jay-Z at the time. So it just it felt it was another refreshing lyrical pick. So and it's just a great say, song. Uh, it just is good. It kind of ministers a little bit. But. The Evils is my favorite Jay Z song, really, of all time. Is it ever? Only nothing else. Ever. This third verse, 
Uh, it's probably my favorite J verse. How does I'm, that one start? It, it sounds it's so Shakespearean. My flesh, no nigga can test. Yes. My soul is possessed. Hamlet by the AM. In the form of diamonds and lexuses, the exorcist. Got Come me on. doing sticks like homie. You don't know me, but the whole world owe me for strip. <laughs> Was thought to be a pleasant guy all my fucking life. Come on. Now I'm down for whatever. Nothing nice. Snap. <laughs> I love you. Snap. I'm not. Yo, I want to talk in trash. Then, then on the second verse, my man Jay kidnaps his homeboy's baby moms and is feeding her money to try to get the location of the the baby dad who was his friend who did him dirty. Oh, storytelling on a style thing. It's the most Shakespearean shit in rap. Yeah, the evils is the classic. uh, Epitome Jay for me. Jay don't owe me shit. After the evils, I appreciate your passion and enthusiasm, friend. I, I do. love that song so much. It's evident, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I, did you hear my snaps? I gave you all your pro, your wordplay props. Go back and listen to, to that song. Go back and listen. To no, it. no, no, no. I love the evils. Don't don't get it twisted. But like, I gave you power to me. He's rapping from the context of a gun, for sure. And it's like in the context, I get like, it. He's rapping but, as, but, but you can't disagree that that's not. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's not original. Like, it's not right. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, at that right. time, especially. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, at that time. So, I mean, to be honest with you, um, I'm trying to think of the timing of it. They all kind of came. I'm trying to think me and my girlfriend came out, but this, yeah, but nevertheless, I mean, it was difficult, but yeah, I, I went with I gave you power. Um, number nineteen. Can't knock the hustle versus a viral Ooh. world. I had a tie on this one too, oh, but I because uh, the real hip hop head is gonna hate me for this one. They probably will, I, but it's all right. We'll support you. <laughs> I went with if I ruled the world because of the Ooh, cultural impact. For real? Yeah, I was not the, expecting that from you, Ma. I wasn't. I'm not gonna lie. The cultural impact, the reach that it had, I think, was larger than Can't Knock the Hustle. Can't Knock the Hustle is a fan favorite. If I rule the sure, world sure. is a uh, reach, uh, reach across the the water type of um, For sure. type of record. It was monumental. You can't deny if I rule the world. You got Prime Lauren Hill uh, in her better mind, I guess. Oh, you could Lauren! Say. Oh, Lauren! And in a better space, and you got Prime Nas. And who doesn't True. remember at least at least one line from If I Rule the World? Like I yeah, said, cannot sure. hustle. Who doesn't love cannot hustle? If you a hip hop fan, but yeah, If I Rule the World. Uh, uh, okay. So I know which one you went then, based on your response. Who, me? Yeah, you picked Can't Knock the Hustle. I did. Mm. Well, it was a tie, but I selected it before we got here. And I picked Can't Knock the Hustle because just as, like, the world is yours is what I think of when I hear Nas, or what I what I think of when I, I think of Nas when I hear the world is yours. Like, that is his... Nas is synonymous with the world is yours. For me, Jay Z is synonymous with cannot hustle. For me, ah, mm. uh, there you go. Yeah, that's that's, that's like fair. that is probably. I'm not gonna say like with reasonable doubt, and a lot of people are probably gonna chew my head off about this, but I didn't like it at first. Like I didn't resonate with me in the same mm. way that, and I think because of I mean I was younger, much younger when it came out. I mean I was what middle school, like I was a sure. kid, right? So, like, I couldn't grasp all the theories and concepts and the wordplay. But, like, as I got older and I went back 
as I begin to really fall in love with hip hop, like I begin to appreciate it a lot more. And sure. Ken, like the hustle, Jay Z was like, "Listen, here I am. I'm gonna give you all of this. If y'all fuck with this, yeah. then okay, we can rock." Like the, Ken, like the hustle just gave you this like. I'm just gonna be who I am, and and that's what I love about Nas that I've stated is like when you're intentional and like drawing your line in the sand, saying this is who I am and this is what I have to offer you. Like that's he's true. like, listen, I just came from drug dealing, and that's real. I'm just trying to rap real quick because I feel like I got to get for it. So when it hit, like here you go, like that's real. Like, and that was for me like what really put the flag. In the post for me for Jay Z, but can't like the hustle is just Jay Z. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, yeah, so so when you y'all were talking about so two things, y'all were talking about songs that make you think of, um, like like them, like the world is yours mm-hmm. is your Nas song. Um, for me, can't knock the hustle is Jay. Like like yeah. like when I think of Jay, can't knock the hustle for sure. And in, and in context, the context too is that like you think about New York State of Mind. Is the first song on his debut album, and "Can't Knock the Hustle" is the first song on Jay's debut album. And if for you, the way you you describe the evils is how I, I think of the "Can't Knock the Hustle." Mm. If, if, if never makes it again, he made "Can't Knock the Hustle," and I'm fine. This is a very uh, contentious list. I think uh, mm. this is a, Tell me this about is it. a good list. Uh, yeah, we got one more round, but this I gotta say, I gotta commend it. This was a very good list. Yeah, it was solid. This, this, List. That's why I appreciate it because this was literally like you can't be a, a casual fan of either right. rapper and be like, I mean, they got the songs like Niggas in Paris, which is something that's popular. But you gotta know the music. Or or like Uchi Wally and You Owe Me or, or yeah. you know, but generally these are songs you gotta be fans of them. Right. Rock with. Um the last one But wait, hold on, just really quick. Huh? Also we not gonna do this without giving Auntie Mary her due. Oh, oh for sure, oh for sure, and that's another Hell thing. Man. Think about we talk about Bruno Like Jay had Mary and Biggie on his first album. Like that's on number one out the gate. Like you yeah. came out swinging. Yeah, with his he own money. Her heart with his out. own money. Funded by yeah. him. Well, by drugs, but I mean, whichever. You know, I'm not judging nobody. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, judge not. Allegedly, allegedly. Uh, supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Case allegedly. the feds is watching. This is what I heard. This is what I heard. I don't know He's if there's truth now. to That's it. That's all that matters. But yeah, Mary, shout out to Auntie Mary and her boots yeah. for always coming through for us. Yep. Her boots. Very That's boots. one tour that I regret uh, missing <sighs> that Jay and Mary J. Goodness. So I, re- I regret missing I out. that in Atlanta. I saw that in Atlanta at uh at Philly. Did it change your life? It was it was dope, man. It was definitely dope. Mm. Um, I think I think also at that time period they were had albums out, so they were playing a lot of songs from the albums and intertwining the classic songs, but it wasn't all classic Jay and Mary, if that makes sense. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Jay drops uh is either Kingdom Come. Or I think it might have been Kingdom Come was the album he had out. And I think, I can't think of the, the Mary album. So it was like a mixture, but it was, it wasn't like Jay was playing. That's why, that's why Jay's B-Size concert is the greatest because it's all the songs I, I actually listen to more times than not. I don't like a lot of commercial Jay, actually. So yeah, um, 
think in that context, that's what was a little missing from that con- concert is it wasn't necessarily their – it was their best to some degree, but they only got an hour and a half. Really? Or hour. I mean, yeah, you think about it, they, they came out, it's a concert, so you're only going to be performing for like yeah. three hours. Mm, true. So you do an hour and a half, Mary, and Mary got an album to promote. She's going to play like five, six songs from that album and then intertwine some of her older songs Five, six songs, depending on everything you got. Yeah, every 20 minutes. that's true. Did they, did they do the back and forth like they did? Uh, he did with uh, Justin Timberlake, which I felt was uh, quite masterful. How they? Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't think he did. Yeah, they they mixed their did. songs together and did a uh, pair off. Like uh, Jay Z would do th- two or three songs, and then here comes Jay Z with two or three songs, and they blended it together and it meshed very well. A lot better. Yeah. than I think a lot of people expected. Yeah. This was that school i'm gonna do my set you do your set and i think they came out for i think they did can knock the hustle together if i can remember correctly but that was about about it and it was the harder city tour i remember oh that um, mm, my god yeah um but i can't i can't say that they went back and forth like yeah that. true yeah. Yeah. you know uh, the last one psa versus nas is like <sighs> this another one i had a tie on Mm. Oddly enough, but I went with PSA. Ooh, I went with PSA. Mm. And okay. I'll say this: the reason why I chose PSA over and listen, Nas's like <laughs> is Nas's like, right? Let's just be clear, and we all know I stand for Nas in more ways than one. Um, but PSA for me, like. <laughs> When you hear that joint in the club, when you hear it on the radio, if it just slides into your Spotify, your Apple Music playlist somehow, it just sneaks up on you. You no matter what mood you were in, what vibe you were in, like what the vibe was rather, like when PSA comes on, you're introducing the fuck out of yourself. Like word, word. and that word. for me was enough. Like this was that. Hey, look at me. This is who I am. Oh, oh, you thought you was good. You kind of good, but not really because I'm better. Like, this for me was like the modernization and the evolution of Jay talking his shit. It went from like this laid back in the cut and look at my iced out this and that. Love. To like. Them ain't lie. Them ain't lie. Come on. So, I, for that reason, PSA was just. Come, say, say these words, sir. I just, I love JV for this song. And yes, it was like crossover. Oh, come on. Well, what are the rest of the words, Lamont? I'm sorry. I've been, I don't know. But, because <laughs> <laughs> I'll hype you up. Red wine will make me hype but you I'm up a lot. I'm with PSA. I'm with PSA too. Yeah, it's just good. It's just good, good rap. I love PSA. Do we lose school? Oh. I can't disagree with y'all more in the selection. What? Uh, like all-time favorite now song ever, okay. ever, ever, ever. I get it, though. Uh, really? I love PSA, but literally you could put them in any song up there. It's like Can't Knock the Hustle versus Nas's Life would probably make my head explode. But Nas is like... That DJ Premier production got you. But Dale Clips and Sir the Bay being born, same time a man is murdered at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 okay, okay, we get it. We know. <laughs> on, a, on a real personal level, right? Like, I've had 
days where someone I know had a child born and somebody I know died. And I think about that line mm. so long. Yeah. Um, Nas is like, is to me like when you got Premier uh, mixing it up and using his old words, you know, as you know, Premier is classic, classically known for that. Nas is like, is my all time favorite Nas song. Yeah. And, uh, and I love PSA. PSA definitely knocks harder because it, it's just, like you said, allowed me to reintroduce myself. My name was Hope. Like, it's just one of the, one of the hardest opening lines. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's up there with like, fuck, fuck the frail shit. Or, you know, uh, it's just a lot of. Don't you get me lines. started, Scoop. Don't you get, look. But, okay. That being said, and, and it's not like it, 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 uh, it became personal when I, when I, when I like started to, you know, think about that that line, but the song itself to me is like, it's just my favorite Nas song. Like this, this, this not. I look at the list and I was like, yeah, the only other song that would beat it for me would probably be like "Can I Can Hustle," and I have to sit back and think about it. Yeah. But Nas is like, it's like, that's fair. That's the song. That's the song that I think. Of. I get it. Like when I, Nas, it's either "It's World Is Yours," but Nas like is my favorite, and "Can I Can Hustle" is probably. Actually, you know what? My favorite Jay song's not on this list. What's that? There's a couple favorites that um, didn't make the list, but Come and Get Me. Come and Get Me. Come oh, and get me. It's okay. Just, volume Come 2. Come and Get Me is like is my I don't think it's the best. It's a volume 3. That's volume 3. I was going to ask you why you chose that. Um it's it's I removed he I mean, I listen to volume 2 way more than volume 3. And yeah. the way he starts to start off so first off, there's a beat switch, but he says like, "No kids, but trust me, I know how to raise a gun." He says like, uh, "Really, a 32 without the gun, I'm in." But when the gat is tuck, I'm fat as fuck. Ignorant bastards taking you back day one. No kids, but trust me, I know how to raise a gun. Like I, I just, I, the beat shifting and him just talking and then the beat changing. Yeah, and it's like a whole different song. That's just my favorite, like my probably my favorite Jay song. I get it. Uh, but but Nas is like is for me, it's the fact that it's last shows that they thought that it was like up there all Yeah, it was on purpose. It felt like it sure. was intentional, yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. Nas is like I could I could talk forever about that song, but I get it. that's my to me, that's my that's my Nas song. Like that's the that's the song. If, if anytime you list the top ten, top twenty songs, my favorite songs of all time, Nas is like is on there. So a couple That's joints it. I'm mad that aren't on here. Street Dreams by Nas. Oh my god! Dreams. Yes, I wrote that uh, down. Yeah, Street Dreams. Yeah. Um, either I would have taken either what y'all smoking or um, uh, what's the other joint I'm thinking of? Um, there's a couple joints on Still Matic. Yeah. Uh, rewind, rewind. Which rewind, is an exceptional hip hop song. Yeah, you can't leave out Thug's dope. Mansion. That's a deep cut. Thug's Mansion. Thug's Mansion is dope. Yeah, yeah. Thug's Mansion is dope. I, I I feel weird about it because it's it's posthumous pop, yeah. but still, it's a great song. Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna give y'all some 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 current ones, more current ones. Okay. I'm gonna give you like four current ones, and then I'm gonna give you some others that they did for now. Okay. Um, still dreaming is probably top five now. Oh, that's good. Still dreaming is good. Still dreaming, Kanye and, and um, uh, Chrisette Michelle. Sure. Yeah. Um, cherry wine with Amy. Cherry. Wine. Oh my! Come yeah. on. 
That's a bop. My like that's another song that like doesn't have a lot of commercial appeal, but Nas fans know that life song. Life is good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, life is good. With president is black. Sure. Was oh, it? his feet. Oh, I forgot all of. Mm, that's good. Okay. Exactly. Um, another Nas song is top five for me that doesn't get just a moment. Do y'all know just moment. a moment? Let me think about that. If you know it. It's from it's the it's the album with um Is there a feature a lot of features on it? No, it's a dude named Quan that like never been heard from before. I promise you I will sing you the song after Send it to me. Like, oh, <laughs> go and now, now you got me all concerned about Quan. Like is Quan okay? Right. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> he was never Quan heard was. from again. Just a, moment, just a moment was on the album where he uh oh it's um it's not it's not Nostradamus. It's it was written Streets Disciple. Oh, okay. It's on Streets Disciple. Okay. But, but but this song, oh. when you listen to this song, if y'all haven't heard, that's like I said, that's that's something I wouldn't expect to be on here. But it's like it's like imaginary players for me, like a song that like when I think about favorite Nas songs or songs that like like great Nas songs. Yeah. Um, run that. You definitely got to run us that one. You got uh, so so. Older songs that I'm surprised Phone Tap wasn't got the list. Got your phone tap. What you going to do? Come so on. Phone list. Tap was the list. Um, verbal Intercourse. Oh, with Raekwon. Raekwon and Ghostface and Nas. I forgot all about that. You bringing me back. And I'm like, you digging one, into the archives. The number one song that I was completely shocked at because to me it's it's in that list of like top 25 rap songs, especially group songs. Mm-hmm. John Blake. Really? John Blake, Fat Joe, Big Pun, Jada Kiss. Oh, that yeah, makes okay. sense. That makes a lot of sense. I was surprised was at a couple too. Like Nas is coming and Black Girl Lost from what was that? It was written. That was 96, 97-ish. It was written, yeah. It was written. I mean, just. There was some joints, man. man. I don't know if it's I Am. Well, Black... I don't know if I'm thinking about I Am or it was written, but uh, Favorite for Favorite with Scarface. Mm-hmm. Uh, big thing. I think that was I Am. That's I am mm-hmm. okay. So that's when Nas uh, made me a fan. That album. That man, good, man, and he was super like full fledged Hotepi. And this was like the new millennium, <laughs> like ninety nine <laughs> to two thousand. He was like, now nah, we gonna stick to our roots. Like, mm. and you had the like Egyptian uh, figure on the album cover. I loved it. I loved it. Yo, T, I'm thinking we should go to Africa. You Look, know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was there was. There's a song that I listened to last night I hadn't listened to in a long time because I was going through this. Um, so two. So one is the Pledge remix with Ja Rule and Ashanti. I don't know if y'all know that song. No. I wouldn't put it on here either, but it, I'll send it to you. Um, when I when people, I think at this time, because of the song, people thought he was going to switch to Murder, Inc. Um, and secondly, his biggest song, his highest rated song as a feature is Hot Boys with Missy Elliott. Mm. And we but can't you know what? That anywhere. makes sense because listen, let me tell you, we can do a whole separate podcast about the goat Missy Elliott. Like mm-hmm. Melissa delivered on so many levels. Like I am a Melissa, like I am a Missy misdemeanor Elliott stand. Like there can, is nothing can we, you can tell me about Missy. Nothing. We need a, a change.org position to get that remix on Apple Music, Spotify. Oh, you know, um, platform. I will you know, co-write. Like I will co-develop. Like, what are you saying? Hmm. 
It's necessary. You know what? This is this this ain't them. But what remix that I want that I have to go to YouTube to find is Faith Evans burning up remix. Oh God, that was so good. Mm. I love that for Faith too. I love that vibe for Faith. Just Blaze switches the song and he got she got Freeway on it. Another Just Blaze classic. I have to play it on YouTube in my car because um, the remix is nowhere to be found. The original is with Loon. Um, <laughs> Come on, Loon. Shout out to Loon. Welcome home, Loon. Welcome back, bro. Blackground Records has no music on streaming services. So um, my, one of my favorite Tony Braxton songs is uh, uh, Take This Ring Off because it's a go-go beat. Well done. It's not on that whole album. Tony's whole catalog is on Spotify, except that album because it's on Blackground. No Timberland and Magoo. Um, I think Hot Boys might have been on Blackground. She might have been signed with Blackground. Aaliyah, a lot of Aaliyah's not on on it because of Blackground. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know what issues they're having or like people ain't paying them the right amount of money for Run it. Run them their coins they- so we can get this good art because these are classic. It's bigger than you. Whoever you are, it's bigger than you. Tell them all. So let, let me add, I'm going to add the, the J songs. It's... Uh, J, lots of J songs, especially features. I mean, all the songs of Beyonce, none of them are here. So that's Drunk in Love, Crazy in Love. I mean, I'm, that's pretty much like a that's that's sort of like a Joker's Wild Card, you know? What I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. sure. they go um, together. <laughs> B and J. Oh, Rock you know what My saying? World remix with Michael J- Michael Jackson. I mean, like that wasn't on there. Oh. Um, my my favorite. One of my favorite. Probably like top three Kanye songs of all time has Jay on it, and it's so appalled. I'm so appalled. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I think I might forget said, that uh, one. Welcome to the jungle, which I thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, no church in the wild. Mm. Man, that whole album just that was a gift. When when you said that uh, immediate <laughs> word association, I was like, lives on the lips of a priest. Yes. Thanksgiving yeah. disguised as a feast. feast. Preach. That beat, that beat, that beat plays. They play that instrumental so many times in movies. And also, so shout times. out to Terrius Nash while we're here, since we're talking about the that dream. album because Yo, the dream. I am upset that we didn't get the dream versus Neo. Uh, but the dream versus Sean Garrett was pretty damn. Good. It was entertaining as hell. <laughs> it was hilarious Sean is what Garrett it was. Making them crazy yeah. faces, if nothing else. Uh, oh, Sean! When the dream went and played golf. While he was acting a monkey drunk fool on camera. (laughs) Like, how rich do you have to be? Side note, how rich, how wealthy do you have to be to just not have a a backyard and a pool expansive enough to just be able to knock a few balls into your pool knowing you don't have to get them? Like, that is, that's wealth. That's the type of world I aspire to. Like, because somebody else is getting them balls out the pool. He's not going to go down there and get them. (laughs) I love it. Terrius is one of my favorite people. And I'm, that's a whole nother separate, again, another whole podcast. Give the dream his flowers. Right now, right damn now, okay? That he has cranked out. Love versus Money is a classic album. I don't give a F what nobody says. Uh, love versus money. He don't owe me nothing after that one. Who was the other one he had? Everything, know, everything. What he do you hits. mean? Which one? Everything. He hits. He definitely hits. He just hits. If you, every if you time. don't get into the vibes, please get into the vibes. And he has some. Um, what is it? The love and sex mixtapes. 
or yeah. the sex tapes. I forget the actual name of it. It's, I'm drawing a blank because Pinot Noir, but it's all good. Just get into it. Just get just bless yourself. Okay. If you're into production and you appreciate good foundation to music and you're into these tracks, just if you haven't heard of the dream, just deep dive. Now is your chance. Bless yourself. You you're welcome. I'm gonna give y'all five J songs that he did on his albums that that weren't on here, cause that's cause I, obviously Nas didn't have a lot of features on this scorecard, so I'm gonna just go with just J songs. Um, encore, Empire State of Mind. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Alicia. I would have voted against that song. I hate that song now because just how many times I've heard it. Oh yeah, for well, sure. Is, Empire State of Mind. Yeah. Yeah, like especially Alicia Keys uh per, uh version by herself. Now all I can think about is very, little mama. Uh, <laughs> uh, damn you, mama. Yeah. Um Hey Poppy is top five Jason. First of me. all, it's- Hey Poppy had me feeling like let me tell you <laughs> the amount of like that was when I was in my I need a soldier. Like I was in my phase of like mm. if he ain't got on a fitted with a do rag and Tim's on, I'm not checking for him. <laughs> and hey poppy definitely gave me the gas I needed. Clip I love the right hey. time. It came right on time. I love me some hey poppy. Word up. Come through. What about Rock Boys? Oh, mm-hmm. oh that American Gangster album. How many songs on American Gangster? First of all, none I know none of the American Gangster album made this score. Criminal. Criminal. Really disrespectful. <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell you this, and I'll say this this publicly. Uh, I think I think Jay's best albums are Blueprint and um, and um, Reasonable Doubt um, are his top two. American Gangster is the album I listen to the most. Yeah, sure. it's good. And, and I don't think that anybody realized that that, song, that album would actually have the replay value that it has. Exactly. Um, you know, but it, it's it's just, it's an album I listen to probably oh, more. Oh man, when yeah. I get off this call, I'm about to take a ride, and I think that's what I'm about to ride to. There you I'm go. Let you, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing you just a moment because I promise you, when you, you hear this song, you'll be like, "Oh, this is a Nas song." It didn't get a lot of. It got it had a music video. Yeah, Nas had a lot of deep cuts like that where you're like, "Oh, okay, I didn't know this was Nas, but I like it." Yeah, I love it. I'm here for all of it. Is a you you won't see me tonight with Aaliyah. You won't see me tonight. You won't see me tonight. Oh, that was almost like if you think you lonely now. Yeah. Bye bye, so Mac. That was the rap the rap version of that. Right. That's good. That's good. Right. That's good. Okay. Never made that association, but you're so right. You're good at this, school. I am enjoying this conversation, guys. As as always, you know what I'm saying. We uh we yeah. I mean, we we can come up and figure out. Maybe next time we come up with our own scorecards <laughs> on battle. Um, I thought about this, and so I'll put this on the podcast. Maybe hope I, I, I might keep this. What I thought is we can come up with our own battle. Okay. Two two artists that we want to see, mm. but we all consistently agree, and then we each pick twenty songs from each artist, and I put them in like a bowl. And I say, okay, these are this artist, these are this artist. And I pick one out, and I pick one out. That's totally fair. And just say, hey, it's, and, and just put them against each other. So if we have a problem with the matchup, just know it's going to be random. because it's, it's in the cards. It's, it's just whatever's in the cards. I feel a lot better about it. 
Yeah. Yeah, because you can't coming up with the battles. It's hard to match them up. It's really challenging. And especially because if you're picking a battle against this song, more than likely you're gonna pick a song you think is gonna win against right. it. So it, it 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 tips the scale. Like I know which one you're gonna pick. Mm-hmm. I know which one you're gonna pick. So it's it's gotta kind of be random. Facts. And we go through that. I'm cool with that. Okay, that's what's up. I'm down. That's cool. I'm down. We're gonna have to do right. some 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 real like digging. I want to do some like, I mean, I know I know what you said. You know what I mean about Sade being the group, but like, I would push uh, Sade and Nita Baker is, is yeah. it definitely fits. I would do that. It, it, it works though. It just works. Um, another one the podcast did was um, D'Angelo versus Maxwell. Oh, oh. <laughs> why's mine? I had the same as mine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Yeah, we feel both of those brothers on that level. Yikes! I um, I want to see Janet Jackson to go against somebody. I don't know who. I just want to see but... Janet Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want to <laughs> You know what? Up. I was just talking about that with somebody today. Like Velvet Rope, Janet is. is Let's my don't go to because I've been drinking wine. So, you know what I'm saying? Hey, like we don't need to go on. there right now. Come on, that's the way. Well, come on, that's the way love goes. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know this. If, if Velvet Rope, Janet is your is your girlfriend, then then you got you got uh uh. What they say, one man's trash, another man's treasure. Because I've been with her since since Control and Rhythm Nation. You oh, know what I'm saying? That, that's my that's my Janet. Rhythm Nation, Rhythm Nation, especially the song. I'm really surprised that Rhythm Nation, the song is not an anthem for protest. No, it mm. should be. And Rhythm Nation was the first little known leak Black History fact. Rhythm Nation was the first cassette tape I ever had. It was the first, <laughs> other than High Five. Oh. Which I lost, and I'm I still broken hearted to this day. But like Rhythm Nation was the first like more aggressive music. Like my mama <laughs> bought it for me. Like she gave me the tape. I asked for it, and she gave it to me. I don't remember how old I was. I was young as hell. But I put that thing in my <laughs> Walkman, and when I tell you, I ate that tape up to the point where all of the pl- everything just plastic chip. Like I loved. That album for me said so much. It, it, it sort of formed, and, and to your point, Scoop, it formulated this, it formed my like just black assness. You know what I mean? Like it just gave mm. you that, like, we're here and music, and it spoke to how healing music is in the process of all Rhythm of this, nation. which makes it really poignant for protests because po- protests are backed in soundscape by music. Like that, the what's that. going on, and the, like that's that's how we get through. That's how our community has always gotten through. And Rhythm Nation yep. was that for me, even at that young age. Like it was just so dope, and it was on a cassette that's, tape because yeah. I'm old, and that's okay. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I was gonna say just specifically that that the album is amazing, but that song when you listen to the song, which I'm gonna give y'all homework: listen to Rhythm Nation and listen to I'm gonna send y'all just. A- because Rhythm Nation as a single song by itself is a song. It's like a call to action. It is. Based on it absolutely is. And it's like I never. And, and, and little known, well, little known fact, the the boy that snuck down in the basement to see them dance is the uh, the star of Minnesota Society. Oh, uh, Tyron Taylor. Taylor. Uh-uh. Yeah. Turner. Yeah, Tyron Turner. Turner or something. You better yep, come Tyron. with these deep facts. I had no idea. Yeah. That's what's yeah. up. Let me find that's out. Like, 
It's interesting how he came up later, but yeah, that 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 uh, I love Janet. I'm trying to figure out Janet versus Mary. It, it matches mm. their clout, but like the song when you put Escapade versus Real Love, it's like really difficult. Yes. Yo. Your head, your head will explode. Stress, instant stress. Yeah, so I I don't know how you do your Mary, your Mariah. They had a Mariah versus Whitney Houston battle on that podcast too. I saw that. And I was like, yeah, that's that's, that's fair. Um, I think the the the, the divas is going to be difficult, but um, I would love actually, I would love Missy versus Buster. Well, okay. okay. So, so here's the thing. All right, go yeah, ahead. Go, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, go okay. Please. So here's the thing about Missy. For me. Missy and Buster, like when they first started out, they were both in the same sort of space. Now, I, I hear why you would say that because of their level of like innovation and creativity is right. unmatched. Right. Right. Like for, unmatched. for that alone, we could just do a video mashup of that. So like, so like, it's got to be a visual battle. But it would have to be a visual battle. You know, I love a good video. But M- Missy to me, she's like, I would like to see her go head to head with somebody just strictly music like production. And I was talking to a friend about this and how I wanted to see Missy go up against Pharrell. Ooh. Because that's... of one, their features. They both have incredible features, but they also both have incredible production where they're featured mm. and they have incredible production where they're not featured that most people won't even know. Sure. Like, Beyond the Monica, beyond the tweet where you know, okay, you can hear Missy's voice, you can hear those 67 layer harmonies, like Missy and Pharrell to me, like, and they're friends and they all come from VA Beach and they all from, you know, like DMV technically, if you include all of Virginia. But like, I, Missy to me, like, she's such a goat, like she can only go head to head with and Buster is is a legend in his own right. Let's not get it twisted. Like, right. like, but but we got to put Buster up against a rapper of uh like a that's true. Bonafide, I can see it with Missy. I'm here for Missy, that. But Missy I also is more of an all around artist. Yeah, yeah. Missy can do it all. She can sing. She can rap. Uh, the Missy and Buster is deceiving because, like you said, it has to be more visual than every than anything. It would be a visual battle, which you I'm know, here er- for. Yeah, you got to think early Buster. You got to think. Um, um, they give that? me some old video. Come on, yeah. oh god, it's so apocalyptic good. album cover. Buster, mm-hmm. uh, there's so much in this catalog that it, it what was, was that? Some, anarchy, it would be some serious mismatches with yeah. uh Missy Elliott, and that's that's paying that's respect to both of those artists. True, that, that's true. well, look, I, I pre well, as, we, as we know, we could talk forever, man. I, really I know this could, this could go on for days. Yeah, I really appreciate y'all coming back on and do part two. It's my pleasure. Uh, amazing conversation as always. We got to figure out who we're going to have matched up. I just saw a Beyonce versus Janet battle, which might be oh. a little bit more. That's interesting. More, yeah. yeah but the, I don't yeah. hate it. I don't hate, I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate better. it. Better. Um, but we, we got to come back and figure out which one we're going to do. We can do the, we can figure out how we're going to set it up. But, uh, once again, I love that y'all came back. I love I love the conversations always, man. I really appreciate it. Thank y'all. No, thank y'all. Like, this is, it just gives me a space to release. I feel like whatever tension I had is, like, who side out now. Like, I mm. got to really, like, 
get off all my love for music and I appreciate Good. being yes. able to have that like camaraderie. It's dope. This is amazing. Shout out to hip hop. We are the generation that was born of hip hop. We know more hip hop than we know Bible scriptures. I mean, that's just our generation. I mean, that's honest. That's honest. And so we live by it. It's a way of life. It's the backdrop of our, our formative years. We can't ignore the impact that it has had on us as people, who we are, how we move out in these streets. Uh, we got the playbook from Biggie. We got the playbook from Pac. We got the playbook from Jay and Nas. For sure. And and it's, it's really embedded in our culture of uh, 80s babies raised in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Let's be real there. And, mm-hmm. and you can even say seven, some 70s babies raised in the 80s as well. True. But generally, you know, with these lists in particular, we're talking about your generation, my generation of 80s babies born, you know, raised in the 90s. For sure. We grew up with hip-hop. Hip-hop grew right along with us. Yeah. So. I'm with you. Now, let me, ask, let me ask this. All right, so what's your scorecard? Oh, now I got to do the count. Well, I oh. got to add, add up my little ties that I had. What did I, I had, do? Let me see. 13-7-J. Okay. I went with 99 Problems. Okay. And can't like the hustle. I'm 12-J. 12-A-J. I got... I have 12-A-J based on us together. We got 13-7-J. It's a fair, even spread. Yeah, yeah. That's the closest. I thought we were going to be much more distant than that. I'm proud of us. Yeah, we all we all switched it up a little bit on certain songs, but we all about the twelve thirteen uh aspect. Very yeah, good so. conversation here. Right. Well bet. Well man, like I said, it ain't even talk to y'all later, it's talk to y'all soon. Word up. Always. Thank bum, y'all. Bum. This is amazing. Bum, bum. Go twist up something for me, Ma. Yes, sir. I'll be talking with you in spirit. You got it. <laughs> all right, all right Peace. y'all. Peace.